Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This week on The Kindness Project, we talk about options, the Rolling Stones and the second part of our interview with John McGee. I've got a woolly, 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 woolly jumper. He's got a woolly, woolly, woolly jumper. It's hot outside but i've got a woolly woolly i can't even say the word woolly i don't know what's the matter with me hello uh podcast listeners um before we and video watchers this uh intro's on now on youtube that you can watch over there and if you are watching on youtube you will be able to see that i've got woolly 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 jumper um and that and that laugh is from the girl who's a special guest on the podcast for this particular episode the girl who thinks the boy from the dreamworks intro actually fishes for humans it's only sophie danes hello sophie how you doing are you good are you good and i'm also joined by a girl who often can be described as an absolute dream Often that dream's a nightmare. It's Charlotte Dames. Can't <laughs> Charlotte J. Dames. Sorry, Charlotte, you're right. Charlotte J. Dames. I'm joined by the man who's okay at karaoke to takes it too far. Uh, when, Chris Dames. How, how dare you? When, when, <laughs> when, when, of human. when, when, do, you know what? I'm, I'm good at human. It starts off rubbish and then, um, you're right, Seth? Not true. Yeah. Not starts off rubbish then gets good, and then gets very bad very quickly. But I think I might have found a new uh, karaoke style, because I saw the Rolling Stones this week, and I might add the Rolling Stones to my karaoke repertoire. 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 It is a good word. It's an awesome word. So, what have you been up to this week? You've you've got to pick your options this week, haven't you, Charlotte? Yeah, pretty much. That, that viewers if you're watching on youtube is the face of somebody who is got some big decisions ahead it's quite an important time right yeah yeah i mean what do you think so what what options would you pick art, if you were in art, art music and ict art music and ict and what productive? and what's your <laughs> yeah why are you not productive at six I mean, give her a chance. I mean, she's sick. She's allowed to have a bit of fun. Um, what What are your initial thoughts? I know we haven't picked... See you later. So, are you bored of the podcast? Uh, oh, right, okay. Oh, she's going to draw something. She's going to draw something, as you do. Um, what, what are your initial thoughts on picking options? It's tiring. Be prepared, guys. Uh, most of you, if you're over 14, have probably done your options. <laughs> and if you're as old as me... Those options were done many moons ago. <laughs> many but moons but you know what? I, I'm still studying, right? Mm-hmm. I've got a bunch of exams this year, so I don't think you ever stop learning, do you? No, but I think this is kind of the one that, that says, this is the one you've got to pick now, and it's going to help you with the in educa- in institution learning. Institutionalised learning, yeah? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, that's well, going on in your life at the minute. I saw... I saw the Rolling Stones this week, yes. which was good. Um, they were awesome. Uh, Mick Jagger, uh, for a man in his 70s, can move, and I'm a bit ashamed to say this, probably quicker than me at the minute with my wonky so leg. Like <laughs> that is why that song's named that way. Because he has truly got the moves. He, that he's got the moves like Jagger. I like picture. Oh, oh uh, this is going to be no good, Sophie's picture, for... 
podcast listeners, so show everybody on YouTube your picture. Oh, it's a yellow set of eyes with a smiling face. It's very good. Who's that meant to be? Us. We, oh, <laughs> it's both of us. Apparently, we've got the same face. It actually looks a bit like you, funny enough. It looks good. Um, so I look fabulous. <laughs> she she does. Um, she she always looks good. So uh, you know what time it is. It's time to let our listeners and viewers now. Yes. Hello. Uh, know where they? <laughs> you know. You know. You know it makes sense. Um, <laughs> our listeners and viewers know where they can get in touch with us. Oh, you're gonna do another. Sophie's gonna do another picture as well. Twitter. I get the Twitter handle. I know the Twitter handle. Don't judge me. Oh, the Twitter handle. Oh, at Ola. Oh kindness. God. Oh H H. <laughs> you pronounce a H. Huh, like holla kindness. Like, Not holla kindness, mate. I'm from Kenny Town. Um, I'm a little bit. Uh, you you are a little. Well, you're not really. You never been. You never been sort of. But oh, I won't hold it against you. Holla kindness. So it's H O L A at Holla at Holla kindness. And people can email us. At Holla. Nearly six weeks. Not six weeks. Nearly six months we've been doing this. Holla at thekindnessproject.co.uk. Absolutely. Absolutely right. And in the in the audio medium of podcasting, even though we're doing a video, Sophie's got another picture. Can you describe to our listeners what you've done, and I will show the people who are watching the video. Oh, you heart us too. Yeah, no, it's the YouTube logo. See, I love YouTube. Yeah. I thought <laughs> other video sharing sites are available. Vimeo, I suppose, is one. Daily, I don't motion. Know. daily motion is another. YouTube is the biggest, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we're not posting this on Daily Motion. We're posting it on YouTube. Everybody posts on YouTube, really, don't they? Everyone posts. I think Vimeo is meant to be better for music videos, music videos and video quality. Um, but I am a bit disappointed because um, I thought. Sophie just turned around and said, I love you two, as in me and you. And it's not, she loves YouTube. That's an indictment of the modern generation. And and she will and you will be now. And you will be. Even though right now you look like a podcast, Mike. So would we like to do this week's question of the podcast? Oh, did you want to do a jingle? (laughs) Just poke my chin. (laughs) This week's Oh, yeah, Facebook. I bet... Oh, you know what? We get in so much trouble from our editor, Silent Russell, um, (laughs) where um, the man... Oh, we've got got a really good update on that um, later on in the the podcast. I have a kitten charity at my school. You've got a what at your school? A kitten charity. A kitten charity? And I drew a kitten queen. Oh, very good. So you drew a picture of me. What's the kitten charity at school then? Um, it's about those kittens. And mummy can't do this, but um, in assembly yeah. yesterday, yeah. Um, they said um, if you find a kitten in the street, yeah. take it to the charity. Yeah, so they look after lost kittens, do yeah. they? Yeah, there are a lot of charities is that do that there's a there's a dog one as well that does that looks after stray stray dogs and that's talking of dogs as soon as we say the word dog suddenly the dog starts barking Wrapping on a bit. i mean i mean I, frankly uh, the more people we get involved in this the more shambolic it gets but I'm, we like I'm, it. We, I'm, I'm having a good time i'm having a good time 
Now, this week's question of the podcast um, is a real good one. Real doozy. A real doozy, if I can actually remember what it is. And let me get the right file up. Do you want to do something entertaining while I'm trying to find the this week's question of the podcast? <laughs> I'm not convinced that's particularly entertaining. But this week's question of the podcast is, based on my initial dream-based statement about you, share with us, listeners, what is the strangest dream you've ever had. So what do you reckon your one is? Oh, I have I've a strange dream. Oh, oh, new podcast host, Sophie had a strange dream. What was your strange dream? Um, wear my heart and you can see it going pumping. Really? Really long. Yeah. Then it stayed in long. <laughs> that is a strange dream. So it was out there, was it? Yeah. Was it? That That is a weird dream. What else happened? Um... Is and then it? it started doing it all over again. Did it? That is a very strange dream, but quite an entertaining one. What was yours? Got kidnapped from a football stadium in the car chase. <laughs> <laughs> what football stadium? Oh, no, that was a drive-through. <laughs> yeah. A drive. Hold on. Sorry, a drive-through football stadium. What is a drive-through football stadium? I don't know. Genuinely, a drive-through yeah, football there stadium. People Yeah. And in the middle of this track was a football pitch, and there were people playing football and got kidnapped. Who kidnapped me? Some man in a black mask. A man in a black mask kidnapped me. Did he do it for money? Did he do it for love? Well, he Did never he do said it for rescue? <laughs> Who rescued you? I didn't see him. Someone broke the window open. Oh, that is strange, isn't it? I was five. I had a very active memory. Oh, gotcha. So it's you, one, it's you, the one dream you, I always remember. You did it when you were younger. You did it when you... Oh, hello. So, uh, we're, we're getting on the emojis again. Yeah, we've, got, we've got a little emoji It's the thing. laughing cry one. The laughing cry one. I can't... I don't remember many of my dreams, you know. I do not remember That's many of my age. dreams. Well, we agreed last week, that I, or a couple of weeks ago, that I wasn't old. <laughs> yet. One... Um, Last night I had that dream, and then the night before I had a lovely dream. What was the lovely dream? Share with us the lovely dream. I tell you, I really want it to come true. Oh, so what? So you're keeping those. Ju- what? <laughs> no, because it's supposed to be said that if you wish for something and you tell someone what you wish for, it doesn't come true. Gotcha. So you're keeping that one a, a secret, are you, Sav? So that is this week's question of the podcast. What's the strangest dream you've ever had? And <laughs> after that particularly... Eventful. ...maniacal intro for the podcast, let's get on with Kindness News. So what edition of Kindness News are we on this week? Fireman edition. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. It was just yeah. See, I'd do it. Kindness news. Nino, 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 known for being particularly kind though right i mean they do run into buildings to help people i mean out of all professions it's a pretty dangerous one it's a pretty dangerous one but it's a heroic one as well mm. and it's one where they uh firemen do tend to save people's lives yeah so that's a pretty kind act right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so tell us over and above running into buildings getting cats out of trees <laughs> saving people's lives putting out fires um, uh, being first responders at 
um, traffic accidents. What else do firemen do that's particularly kind? Local firefighters taught students the value in serving their community through acts of kindness and goodwill. The morning of May 8th at Holy Name Church Annex, the Pembroke... Brook Professional Firefighters Association cooked and served a free pancake breakfast to all students and staff of the Holy Name Catholic School. We reached out to, to Holy Name to ask them if they'd like us to come and cook a nice breakfast for the kids in the morning, said Daryl Andrews, president of the Pembroke Professional Firefighters Association. It'll be almost five years that we've been doing this for the schools in Pembroke and we all love it. It's a nice way to give back to the community and it allows us to mingle with the kids and teachers who we sometimes meet on tours at our fire hall. The 130 students, ranging from junior kindergarten to grade 7, came with full appetite as they were treated to a delicious breakfast of pancakes, sausages, orange juice and smoothies. Along with feeding their hunger, the youth nourished their hearts and minds with a valuable lesson about kindness and servitude. Holy name teacher Chantel Spence expressed that the firefighters' act of generosity perfectly co coincided with the Catholic Education Week and helped to teach the students about the value in selflessly giving back to their community. We speak about firefighters, about other community helpers very often in school, so it's nice for the students to see them in action and giving back, said Spence. It's also a great start to day two of Catholic Education Week, and hopefully this will inspire the students to give back and help others in the community. So um, it's really interesting because I think, even though I'm not religious... A lot of the values of religion, of religion are... are... There's a really good book by um, a philosopher called Religion for Atheists, and it talks about what we can get from, from religion. And Wait, so, Religion for, that, for Atheists is the, the, is the name of the author? Religion, no, the name of the author is Alan de Button, I think, or Alan... Yeah, something like that. But it, it's a book about how, whilst atheists can decry religion, interestingly, religions do a lot of good uh, things. One of them is a really strong moral code. Yeah. And it's interesting how that desire to serve that comes from public service and from sometimes religion... Um, Mingle. Uh, you know, sort of merge. And certainly, a fireman that can climb a ladder, save a cat, run into a burning building... Put out a fire. Put out a fire... And, and make pancakes, pancakes is uh, a very cool geezer in my book. So thanks for that story. Yup. So Charlotte, last week we started to interview John McGee. Yes. And uh, we actually ran out of time on that particular podcast to include yep. everything that we wanted to talk about on the interview. So I've decided, or actually it wasn't me, it was the silent producer, Russell. I was going to say something else. What was you going to say? The man so mysterious, he hides behind his own mystery. <laughs> <laughs> um, he told us that he wants us to start splitting interviews. So this week we've got the second part of the John McGee interview. And we finish off our interview asking questions about 30 Days of Kindness and the work that he does in communities. But also we ask him the questions of the podcast, which is always fun. It's always fun. Would you like to hear it? Yes. I, I agree, by the way, and I would say that, wouldn't I? Because I think kindness is a really important virtue to have. But I also think you're going to attract people who feel the same way, not in a sort of spiritual way, but just in a psychological way. People will want to spend time with you if they're in a similar sort of mindset. And actually, that's a great thing, because it, it means that you get a little tribe of people who, who feel the same way, right? Well, the thing is... You know, I often say this when I'm running workshops. In life, right, it's inevitable, Chris, one day we're going to die, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think Dr. Stephen Cole... John, 
Really? Is that, is that how it ends? <laughs> Don't be me, yeah? I wouldn't, you've just shot me. <laughs> I, think the, I think the Buddha said, didn't it? The, 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 the illusion is you think you have time. Yeah, yeah. We don't need for a nano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just a blip in the cosmic Yeah, it's so true. A good blip. It's true. So it's like, for me, when they do our eulogy, mate, they'll describe us in two ways. They'll either say, you know, Chris and John, they were really kind yeah. people. They loved putting stuff back into community. They lived to support others. Yeah. And, you know, they did everything to make this world a nicer place. Now, they'll never describe you like that, or else they'll say a few lines, or other people will say, no, do you know what? He was a bit of an asshole. Yeah, gotcha. You know, gotcha. I wouldn't have trusted him with a barge ball. Everyone makes him out to be nice, but you didn't know other side. Yeah, gotcha. Personally, it's about your legacy and what you want to leave. Yeah, yeah, great. And that's what, number one of my drivers that I said to people, look, there's these two paths you can take in life. And yeah. You've got to make this decision and like say, right, which path do you want to be remembered for and do you want to take? And I just think to be remembered for being a kind, hard... Good person. Being, yeah, yeah. And a good person, you yeah. know, is a... For me, it's a good thing. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And and as you say, to do it authentically, it's up to other people to make a judgment call on whether they think you're doing it authentically or not. All you can do is do it in the best way you can, right? But yeah, that's it. Yeah, one of the interesting things, and it goes back to that uh, perception of kindness and weakness, is um, kindness in business. So, so you're right, I run a business, so do you. Do you think kindness is perceived as a weakness in business? And if so, how do we change that? Well, I'm already changing it. I had a meeting with the Chamber of Commerce last week with the operations director, Christine Lamb, and I am, in September, I am creating the first handful of kindness corporations. I've got five blue chip companies okay. who the chief execs just love my vision, and I'm saying, why can you not restructure your company right from the outset when you're interviewing people? That on the questions for the interview is, what's, what's your thoughts on kindness within the workplace? Yep. And having these questions from the interview outset, yep. and talking to companies, do they need to think about rebranding their organisation yep. to have a kindness corporation? And you don't have to be a you don't have to be a corporation with 300, you know, or 3,000 staff. You could have 10 people working for you. Can yeah. have one but what I'm saying is, let's have the focus of when you have your meetings on a Monday and you're planning out your week and you're saying, right, we're extrapolating these figures, we're doing this. Right, what are we doing about what we're doing in the organisation with kindness? What are we doing in the community? Yeah. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. So I'm speaking, I'm doing a, I've been booked to do a one-day workshop with my vision to for companies to start thinking how they treat the staff. Yeah. How they, how they, how they run as an organisation. How they, how they market themselves, how they put it out, and I'm going yeah. to be showing them. I've not, got, I've not got the companies yet, so if you have any, send them to me. I'm going to use like four companies, three that you know they've got them staff who, who every member of the family's always worked there. They all want to get a job there because yeah. it's a threat, right? We'll die there. Can we tell yeah, them? yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm going to get three organisations that I know of the values right, yeah. and then I'm going to show one within the workshop which I feel is a little bit. The staff just keep coming and going. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give this away. How are you going to pick who that one, the, the organisation who hasn't got right? How are you going to call well, them out? I, I, I've, got literally, I've got literally four months, and that's one of the ideas to get on the PowerPoint. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Because yeah. they're all chief execs, they're all decision makers. I've got 60 chief execs from East Lancashire yeah. in a room. Yeah. To do, I'm going to do a bit of NLP about how we perceive reality. Yeah. And to, to, it's going to be emotional intelligence, you know, to yeah. motivate the staff. And the workshop's going to be around uh, leadership and management yeah. with kindness. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Because gotcha. The thing that niggled me, Chris,
this was when I had my business uh, and, and it hit the wall like everybody else's in the 2008 crash. Yeah. Was when I phoned up my bank manager who I'd spent um, over a half a million quid had gone for his books. Yeah, gotcha. Right. And Judy phoned up and said to me, and he was a lovely chap, he said, Look, John, I'm going to have to reduce your overdraft. And I said, I'm not going to say the chap's name and I'm certainly not going to say the bank because he was only doing his job. And he said, um, I'm going to have to reduce your overdraft. And I panicked a little bit. I said, Look, I'm married, man. I've got kids. Don't do this. I, yeah. It's over half a million quid with you. Anyway, if you listen, it's nothing personal, John. It's business. Yeah. Now, I'm sorry, that's not kindness. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. Is, but in my opinion, that is not kindness. And if you've got that as a preset, it's not personal, it's business, then yeah, I I agree, and I, I I mean I, I mean it's always personal, isn't it? It's always personal because you are potentially, if you're delivering any sort of service or product, you, you and and to varying degrees, you're making a change in somebody's life. Certainly, with you know in the world of financial services that we work in, you people are reliant on what you do, and that's an obligation you you should take really seriously. Um, but yeah, it's in it's an interesting one when you talk about business because one of our core values is do well but do good and I certainly don't see those two things as mutually exclusive actually I think they go together for a longer term culture that works for a business um, uh, what is the future so I, I love you know what I love John I love your passion I love your vision so it's really massive right it's like global so what's the future hold for kindness matters well the, this, the goal this year yep. is to have at least on my goal this year is 10 schools to become kindness academies. I'll be happy if I get an handful, but I always aim high. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm speaking at a number of events after summer at corporates. Okay. Got challenging corporates to get their staff to get the book for the 30 day challenge, go in and speak, inspire the staff, yeah. and have a model that I don't need to be there. They could do an online course, just have it all mapped yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And then once, that, once I've got that model right, is then to make it scalable. Yeah. So organizations like you or anybody can say, hey, we know this guy, get him in to speak, you know, pay him to speak, whatever. But then you've got a model, you don't need me to be there. You've got the book, you've got the resources. Systems and processes, right? Yeah. Yeah, systems and processes. And then what we do, we create a community because nobody you know people coming together as a community do make things happen definitely you know? and, yeah. and, and when we do it with kindness it's, it's incredible because you know what kindness really is a universal language we yeah. all understand it yeah uh, you, it, it's in every religion you don't you don't it doesn't matter what color you are what background you are everybody yeah. gets it it's yeah. culture everybody gets it and the thing is when we bring it together with the numbers it's i'm watching it unfold on a daily basis yeah, yeah. It's, I, I'm, I'm speaking in the us at the end of the year as well in miami to action for happiness okay and uh, and in and in la and i've really held I'm, I'm, I'm saying that but i've not confirmed the dates because i'm really passionate about being a british lad you know irish descent i want to i want to map this out right through the uk yeah yeah and get as many schools organizations say no do you know what we want people to know that we are a kindness organization that we do value our staff you know and we do or, or, as a school yeah, they need the maths and english but we do value them being churning out decent members of society mm. thinking about their choices and actions yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know you know the other thing is as well john i think you you've you've hit that curve at the right time because certainly we work uh, as a business we work with a number of different uh, employers large and small and there's a massive focus on employee well-being at the minute and part of that is feeling part 
part of an organisation that cares. And I think kindness is massive when it comes to that. You know, if you, if you, as individuals, as a community, as employer, you're kind. You know, you're you're sort of halfway there, right? So, uh, so yeah. It's are you are you a Blackburn Rovers fan? Then I take it. I am. I am. <laughs> I, I struggled. I get so much stick off my friends who are Burnley fans. You know the rivalry with Blackburn and Burnley. Gotcha. and Manchester. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all have it. And it's so funny. And obviously, because David, uh, who's my good friend David Dunn, who we set up the streets. And yeah. David's in the book, how he did his first act of kindness, you know, nearly 15 years ago. And that's what I talk about in the book, where, where David didn't have to do that random act of kindness, but he did. He helped me out. He did it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because my sister's, my mate's sister were dying with cancer. At <laughs> Savage had terminal breast cancer, okay. and I talk about how this one act of kindness not only changed my life 15 years later, it's created the global movement, but yeah. it's like yeah. that movie sliding doors. He yeah. said no, yeah. but look yeah. how it's panned out. It's yeah, no, it's, it's incredible. He just goes, Johnny, he said, I can't believe how things happen in life. He said, isn't it incredible? Well, you look... I sit there and think about it sometimes, and it makes me head wobble. Well, you look back and you go, it, your life could have been a million different ways, right? Just those, some of those tiny decisions just send you on a particular path. But yeah, it's, it's a really interesting one. No, I, I, I've, I've only been to Blackburn once, funny enough, and it was for the football, West Ham versus Blackburn, when you still had Shearer and Sutton. I mean, that's how long ago it was, but, but yeah, it was good. Right, so before you tell our listeners um, a little bit about where they can find your stuff, just a couple of extra questions so what we do john on the podcast we always have a uh, question of the podcast and it's non-kindness related it's just because we're curious people we want to ask ask some questions so here here's some of the here's some of the questions we'll we'll start with an easy one uh, are most people generally good yes okay I think everybody's more. I think everybody's more than a good person because at the end of the day, I'm backing up with an NLP presupposition from my good friend Tony Robbins, which is all behaviour, learned behaviour. So we're not born as babies. We just learn some good stuff and some not so good stuff. Okay, cool. What's the most inspiring movie ever? Uh, I would go for Pay It Forward. So you're not alone. We've had other interviewees who said Pay It Forward was their was their favourite. Here's, here's one that's slightly more difficult. If you became super Supreme ruler of the world, what's the first rule you'd put in place? It's for people to think about how they treat each other. Okay, cool. They're going to get harder now because they move off your specialist subject. What's the best use of an egg? What, what's the best use of an egg? Is it omelette, boiled, or cabbage creams? No, no poached, poached eggs all day long. We, with, with potato waffles. Ah, see, see, we, we, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing somebody's recommended, one of our other interviewees, and I've tried, sour, sourdough bread, poached egg on sourdough bread, oh, which sounds good, right? Nice. Yeah. That was brilliant. Good stuff. What's your favourite piece of trivia ever? My favourite piece of what you Trivia, you trivia. What's trivia? I don't know what that means. Um, it means like a, a fact that isn't actually that useful, but you know. Like, um, there's 200,000 Elvis impersonators in the UK. Or, you know, whatever the... Do, 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 like a fact that okay. isn't that useful. Do you want to come back to that one? No, no, give it to you. Is that, you know, if you eat, if you eat too many Heinz baked beans, even though we all like them, is, uh, yeah, there's a negative 
negative consequence that comes with that. <laughs> okay, good sir. Um, what ancient civilization would you go back in time and visit? Oh, well, that's a good one. I think I would have to go back. Um, oh, that's a that's all. That is a good one, isn't it? There's two, really. Okay. Now you can have two if you want. I, I, I think I'd have to. I went to, no, I'm going to go to Japan, definitely Japan. Okay. Uh, you know what, like, to summarise. Feudal, feudal Japan, right, okay. Why? Japan, I, I love the medieval Japan, although it was very horrific. I, I love, like, the, the, the etiquette, the discipline, the, the bowing, respect gotcha. to their elders. Yeah, yeah. It was the respect and the etiquette. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of the art and culture that came from that part of the world at that time is incredible, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, really. And, it, and obviously, it's, yeah, well, look at what he did with martial arts and like, yeah. the zen and the, the art. So, are you, uh, so what, what martial art is your favourite? Uh, you said you did martial arts before, right? Yeah, I'm a black belt second down in Kenpo, which is like a karate, but yeah. I did a lot of jujitsu as well, but yeah, in Kenpo. Okay, cool. And then, and then let me, to finish, let, let me give you our two most contentious questions so far. So, what's your favourite biscuit? 100% chocolate hobnobs. Good choice. Some of the crumbs off. Yeah. Some of the crumbs around the edge, and then you dip, and then you turn it upside down, and then, and then you eat it. It's like Peter K says, it's like Ron Marines, they don't walk fluffy like Rich Tink like. Gotcha. Again. <laughs> Uh, you know what? You reminded me of that Peter Kay set there. That that's awesome. And and that actually, you've re- you've given me a new podcast question for for a future podcast. What's the best way to eat a biscuit? Not only the best one. What's the best way to dipping in yeah. dipping in tea? Is always there though. Um, and and our most yeah. And our most contentious question so far. Who's your favourite Muppet? What was in as in what the Muppet Show? Yeah. Definitely sensitive. We were, I was talking about him up and that. You know that VM and then. But who, who, who's your favourite character? What? Who's your favourite character? Character. Oh, it's got to be Animal on drums. Oh, it's my favourite as well. Animal is awesome, no, right? Is incredible, but we had, but we, I, I, I don't know what you think about this. When we asked our, our listeners, we had loads of Facebook messages and emails. Um, people started picking characters from Sesame Street. So somebody said Big Bird, <laughs> and I'm not convinced that we should include Sesame Street characters. But that's another thing. So, so John, yeah, John, thank you for spending some time with us today. Really appreciate it. Um, where can people find out a little bit more about you? Yeah, and you know, I'm really grateful for you saying that because it does mean a lot to me. And, and, and I just want to finish by saying, look, I'm not plugging the book, but I would be grateful for people to buy Kindness Matters. Yeah. All they have to do is look at the website, www.kindnessmatters.co.uk. And, and like I said, they don't have to buy the book, but everything, any merchandise they buy off that website, we give 10% to Copperfield Breast Cancer Charity. Yeah. So they're actually giving a bit back as well. Yeah. What made, what made you pick Copperfield as your charity of choice? Because in my book, I talk about Michelle dying of terminal cancer, and I raised money with David Dunn for breakthrough breast cancer back in 2001, but that's no longer going. So when I spoke to Arthur Luke, who's .co.uk, who's I've gone into partnership with, who did all the branding, yeah. Arthur knew a lot about Copperfield, and when I read, when I read her story, it just inspired me how she nearly died at such a young age. So Copperfield were very cagey to come on board first, and okay. I just said, look. You know, 
we have such a large community, over 100,000 across every every social site. And uh, when they came back and said, no, John, you know, we like it. And like, I sent him £500 last week. I did a pay forward talk. Yeah. And uh, Howden's joining again with £500 for coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sent to them in the post, and that's going to make a massive difference. You know, young girls and young men checking the breast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's all that change going on. And, and I think, obviously, when people pick up the book, Kindness Matters, I'll bring you back to what you said, you know, on the website, kindnessmatters.co.uk. If they don't want to buy the book, they can do the 30-day challenge for free. Yeah. Most people have an iPad. You can download it to your iPad. You join our mailing list, and you can do it for free now. Cool. I mean, people forget kindness is free anyway, but you can still do it for free. So if anybody listening to this, you know, I'd love you to buy the book, but if you don't want to buy the book, just do the 30-day challenge and just yeah. spread more kindness into the world. Awesome. John, thank you. You're a superstar, and, um, yeah, really appreciate your time. Well, thanks for your service, Chris, and keep up the good work, and I'm so grateful, you know, to meet like-minded people like yourself who really do want to make a positive difference in this world. Same, same here, mate. Cheers. Bye. So that was the second part of the John McGee interview. What did you think? It's good. What question do you reckon, question of the podcast, we should ask every single podcast guest? The biscuit. The biscuit. She's the Jane St. Jacket, that's really controversial. We'll see what they say. Tis the end. Tis the end, tis the end, tis the end. That's a pretty nifty skill that you've got there. <laughs> well, I'm trying to practice. So, last, we'll talk about last week's question of the podcast after you've done your little trailerette. Trailerette? Yeah, last week's question of the podcast this week. Last oh, yeah. Week. yeah. All right. <laughs> That's a genuine cough this time. My throat is really hurting. Last week, this week, last week, this week, last week, this week, this week. Oh, questions of the podcast. So last week's, I'm going to get straight into it, Charlotte, because we've got quite a lot to talk about this week on last week's question of the podcast. Last week, last week's question of the podcast was, "What do you consider yourself an expert at?" Did you answer or not? I'm not sure I did. Okay. Well, let me give you the answers that we had. Oh, hello, straight away. Uh, we'll tell you what we're doing in a minute, <laughs> listeners, because it's uh, it's an interesting one. So, last week's question of the podcast is, what do you consider yourself an expert at? Uh, let me give you some of the uh, answers we had. Kath Keat said, storing useless information. Aisha Ajaz said, great question. I have to say, providing solutions, problem solving. Not something I actively sought to do, but somehow I've been the one people turn to advice. Yeah. Personally, don't enjoy one bit. And in, uh, personally, I don't enjoy it one bit, but in business, I thrive on it. <laughs> I used to resist being the problem solver at work because I thought there was something else I was meant to do. That made me unhappy, so I just embraced who I was. <laughs> The problem solver. Heidi Ball, thinking on my feet, especially since starting my job in the trains. Uh, and uh, John then said, after that comment, said, thinking on your feet, try walking on them. Because, um, <laughs> you know, you know what Cook is like. Friend of the show. By the way, uh, Heidi, friend of the show. Kath Key, friend of the show. Aisha, two comments so far. So she's got three Where's more. Three more before you get the award friend of the show of the kindness project we should project. just start sending the friend of the show hashtag friend of the show hashtag friend of the show um angie phillips just said being me i'm quite good at being me as well mm. are you good at being me yeah i think so you're gonna be me um, or you 
Am I going to be me or you? <laughs> I think you're a lot like me, to be honest. But you, you, you could probably do a passable attempt at being me, but you're pretty good at being you. Yeah, well, except um, from like the, uh, you know, all the finance stuff in your head. Yeah, exactly. But well, you'll you'll learn that in time if you choose to. And Justin Gaffney said sexual health. Now that is a weird <laughs> answer, right? Unless you know the friend of the show, the story of Justin Gaffney. So I met. I met... Is that dog making enough noise for you or not? <laughs> I met um, Justin a few years ago. And Justin runs a business that um, looks after men's sexual health. And particularly gay men's sexual yep. health. So... Um, he got introduced to me as a potential client. He's not a client, actually, but he turned into a really good friend of mine. I really like Justin. Yep. Um, but the weird thing was, uh, when I was going to see Justin uh, for him to become a potential client, um, I was having a look at his, his website, his old website. And his old website had the torso of a naked man on right? <laughs> And at the time, we didn't have the office. I mean, we're going back a few years now. Uh, I was working from home. So I was sitting at this very table looking at a website with a naked men's torso. (laughs) At the time of me looking at this website with a naked man's torso, mummy walks through the door, (laughs) right? Sees me looking at this website just with a naked bloke on, right? And says... What are you looking at? <laughs> I made the mistake of putting the laptop down and going, nothing, nothing. And then I had to put it up and go, actually, this is a, a oh, potential client. It just makes you look more suspicious. I know, I know. Close the lid or close your browser. Uh, and I had to then turn around and go, actually, it's a client's website who's a gay man and he runs a sexual health <laughs> clinic. So actually, Justin Gaffney is pretty good he is an expert on sexual health and a qualified fully qualified nurse and as a super talented guy so he's a he's a lovely guy justin and he used to have quite a raunchy website as well which is (laughs) which is all good um so then we had uh twitter and uh john john boycott friend of the show said memory trivia Procrastination. You're quite good at that, Charlotte. I'm quite good at that. I'll um, find something. I'll find it. Sit well, me in an empty room and I will find something to do. Yeah, procrastination means putting something off, though, doesn't it? Oh, I will put off leaving that room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then loafing. He's quite good at loafing. You're you're not a bad loafer, are you? Um, sort of loafing about. Land on, land on the sofa. Yeah, I can land yeah uh, you can do that. That's quite enjoyable, actually. So, Cookie said memory, memory trivia, procrastination, loafing. Bev Stoves. I think she's a friend of the show. Yeah, a friend of the show. Yeah, I'm aware of her work. I'm, I'm aware of the comments. I'm aware of the comments she's made on our, our project. I am aware of the comments of Bev Stubbs. Said she's an expert watching dinner date. Quite niche. <laughs> um, Chris Bard, friend of the show. Still ain't had that shirt, Chris Bard, but we're... Oh, uh, yes, I need that yeah. shirt. Um, said mine is being able to tell you how many eggs are left in an egg box simply by holding it. Quite a useful skill. Um, Especially if you want to make omelettes. A friend of the show, Mark Smith, said being able to list all 50 states of the US. I don't live in the US. I know, I know, but I wonder if he can do all the counties of uh, Britain. That'd be quite good, wouldn't it? There's not that Um, Now, this is when it all got a bit interesting because Gareth James... I don't think he's a friend of the show yet, yes. but I've got a feeling that this comment might have catapulted, 
catapulted him to immediate friend of the show <laughs> status. He says he's able to lift an upside down pint, pint glass using nothing but his the middle finger on the bottom of his glass and the thumb on the side of his glass. Niche, but very few people can do it. So I've been trying, <laughs> and I've got what you heard at the start of the podcast was me trying to lift <laughs> lifting lift a glass with my no ah, is that my middle finger or is that my ring finger? <laughs> That's your ring finger. Right. See, I, I can do it with my Oh I can do it. Yeah. Gareth, I'm not convinced. And Charlotte's done it straight away. She didn't even do it she did it with no hesitation at all. So I'm not convinced that the skill you've got. But what Gary did do is um, <laughs> you don't need to do it multiple times to prove no, you can do it. it. On different fingers. All oh, right, okay. So does it work on all fingers? Yeah, it works on all fingers. Okay, fair enough. So uh, Bev Stoves got involved then and said we need visual proof. And Gary then turned around and went, I've got visual proof here. Here's me doing it with both hands. So can you do it with your right and your left hand, Charlotte? Oh, yeah, I can do it with my right and my left. The difficult one's the pinky. I can do that one, that one. So, so I think we're going to set a challenge to our listeners. Can you, and we're starting with a plastic glass, because uh, um, uh, do try this at home, but just use a plastic glass and not a glass glass. Um, can you lift a pint glass using your uh, middle finger and thumb, uh, with your middle finger on the top and your, your thumb resting it? Charlotte and I can do it. Gareth can do it. How many of our listeners can actually do the same? And how it, many of you can do a first attempt? First like attempt. Me? See, I didn't do a first attempt, but I can do it now. So, so yeah, it's uh, we'll we'll see we'll see how many it listeners is. can do it. So that that was quite a good bumper haul of um of what do you Skills. consider what do you consider yourself an expert at? So. Um, and for now, that's it. Apart from, we haven't got the story of kindness this week. So, can you let our listeners? <laughs> why have you got a cup in your hand? Why? Why don't you let our listeners know um, where they can get in touch with us? Oh yes, I can. Yeah. Okay, Twitter, Ola Kindness. Uh, email Ola at thekindnessproject.co.uk. I'm getting used to this. Yeah. Um, Facebook. It's basically the Facebook thing slash all our kindness. Basically the f- Facebook thing. Face- www.facebook.com slash holla kindness. That would be the one. And then the email, I've already done. Um, I've done the Facebook, I've done the Twitter. Would you like to do your individual Twitter handle? No, thanks. I want to talk about um, uh, something we spoke about a little while ago. Um, now we we've got a really awesome editor. Yes. He's the silent man behind the podcast. His name is Russell, so he's silent but not anonymous. But we were joking that he likes to say stay so silent. His email address is hello at nobody knows me right dot com. Now I joked. Um, that um, I wonder if um, somebody, actually owns, somebody actually owns hello at nobody knows me right dot com, and one of our great listeners, John, has uh, tried it out, and apparently he's had a 
um, a delivery failed because nobody has got hello at nobodyknowsmeright.com. Russell, Russell, they go on and buy that domain name, mate. Nobodyknowsmeright.com. We can uh, we can get you set up. Um, but oh, yeah, I've so you thousands of emails daily. Yeah. So nobody though has issued us this week with a listener story of kindness. So we beg, plead and appeal to you. Please listen and send us a new story of kindness. We'd love to uh, uh, show it on the show, listen to it on the show. You can email it, tweet it or even put it on Facebook. I don't know what it's called when you post something on Facebook. You just post. Post it on Facebook. Um, And we want your photos on Twitter, on Facebook, on Snapchat, on Instagram, on WhatsApp. On WhatsApp, on MySpace, on Napstuff, on AOL Online. On I'm next thing you're going to say is Ask Jeeves. You can post on Ask Jeeves. <laughs> you can post us a letter. You can send us a send it uh, post it on YouTube certainly, or on Vimeo, or, or Daily Motion, or, 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 or Daily Motion. <laughs> Alternatively, you can um, hire a Zeppelin and <laughs> and and fly over somewhere else, somewhere Essex way and post the video on there and we can watch it on there. Or Pinterest. Pinterest likes so. <laughs> or, or Pinterest. Or keep to yourself. Up to you. But we want to see hear your stories of kindness and you picking up a pint glass with only your uh, thumb and your middle finger. And that's it for the show today. Dun, dun, dun. We'll see you next week. Bye.